Welcome to Rivers Fog, a podcast dedicated to navigating and clearing the hazy fog of grief by sharing inspirational, raw, beautiful, and sometimes humorous stories. We gather and share stories from real people. Some guests are nationally recognized speakers and authors, as well as guests who may be your neighbors. They share a mixture of passions, talents, struggles, and often breathtaking healing and advocacy journeys as we connect and support them being vulnerable enough to share the gift of their story. Grief is beyond just a death. It's any form of loss. This podcast does not provide medical or therapy advice, but rather creates opportunities to transform the way we think and talk about grief and the importance of recognizing our daily griefs. Rivers Fog is brought to you by What Matters Most Evansville, Inc., where the co-founders and host, Jim and Andrea, who simply want to create ripples in the water in your community so you can live well and die well because you can grieve well all the losses. Be sure to subscribe and share. We plan dropping new episodes every Wednesday. Transcripts available upon request. See show notes for further details. I have with me today a friend made in high school and despite going years without talking and distance and life events, we instantly reconnected. Ladies and gentlemen, I have here Mr. Thomas Bernardin, who is an independent filmmaker from Evansville, Indiana. He has over a decade of video and film work experience and looks for real, honest stories to tell. Also, he's a father of two amazing boys, Oliver and Archer, who keep him quite busy. Thomas launched Thomas Bernardin Film in the fall of 2019. Once we hear Thomas talk a little bit and share more about his journey, you will quickly learn why it is that I chose him to work with me on my own projects. It's so awesome, Thomas, that you're doing what you're doing and that we're here right now talking about what we're talking about because I remember back in high school, you creating and editing skater films. Yeah, you and your skateboard, you would put music to it and I specifically remember one video that you used, Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train. But anyhow, enough of me reminiscing fond memories. Um, Thomas. Wow, that is crazy that uh, you remember that video. The funny thing is, like, literally within the past, like, month and a half, uh, I think my mom found that VHS tape in my basement and no I had way. just watched it like a month ago and uh, and it was on VHS tape which is awesome because I feel like some kids don't even know what that is these days but uh, but yeah that's where where it kind of all started we were all running around and with our skates and uh, filming stuff getting hurt trying trying tricks getting more hurt and uh but it kind of film, it kind of fostered a a love for, uh, you know, uh, filmmaking eventually with yeah, just going out with the camera and stuff like that. So, yeah, you have so, always had an artistic design. side, and not just the artistic side, but you have always. I don't think there's a single person out there that could say honestly that anything negative against you. Um, that I've ever encountered. You are one of the kindest people. <laughs> you are one of the kindest people. And, you know, years later when I saw you, I mean, for those that don't know Thomas, he's just 
he's like that teddy bear. You just want to engage him. And, you know, ironically, a month ago, as you were finding that film, we talked on the phone for what, like an hour and a half about, yeah. uh, you know, there were lots of life changes in my world life. and yeah. we were sharing some of our own grief and what we were doing and hearing each other's passions. Yeah. And I would love to hear, you know, some about not just doing skate videos, you know, but how that evolved into what you're doing now. And you can answer that any way you want. Mm. Yeah. Um, the evolution of it's really interesting because, um, you know, I mean, I started into, you know, like I said, just grabbing, grabbing a camera, you know, like most kids do where they're like, you know, hey, let's go out and, you know, film this or whatever. And uh, um, so I started getting really into that. And then I, um, uh, let's see, I think it was probably when I was like 21 or something in college, um, I, uh, uh, I tore my ACL in my knee, um, skating, of course. And um, so, you know, like I couldn't actually, I couldn't skate for probably like over a year. And so um, I remember making this like conscious mindset of, um, you know, I, a lot of my friends were skaters, so we'd go out and film stuff. And I, and I remember this like conscious thought of, I'm going to go out and like make the best like skate video that I can, um, you know, and, and then it started moving into these, like, uh, I wanted to add these artistic elements to it. And I, you know, would just be like driving around filming things. And so, um, I actually entered that into, uh, when the video got done, I actually entered it into an art show out at USI. And I think that that kind of sparked, um, kind of what I'm doing now because I had there was a professor that was doing some like uh research on like art um like elementary art education and uh he had a grant for like 500 bucks which like when you're in college that is yeah I mean that's pretty much like five million dollars you know I mean that's you're, a lot to like, me right now <laughs> oh well no I mean yeah but it's yeah, that's awesome yes especially Especially, especially right now. And, and he was like, you know, he was like, uh, you know, Hey, would you, he was probably like my first like client. So he was like, Hey, could I hire you to edit this video that I'm doing on? Like, it's like my research and I'm, you know, I'll narrate it and I want to do it. And, uh, I had no idea what I was doing. And it was like, it was just one of those, like jump into the pool, uh, projects but it was kind of cool because that was the first time I was like hey it seems like you know I may have uh, some kind of uh, you know thing that that could could help people like you know tell their help get their story out or their their vision or whatever they're doing and so I started doing like little stories and little um, videos after that um, more artistic things and uh, you know, started interviewing people, kind of a documentary type type style. Um, and then had quite a few years where I worked for, uh, um, in the, uh, uh, let's see, probably about 10, 15 years ago, there was like a bit, this sounds kind of odd, but I'll kind of do a short explanation too. 
there were there's kind of a big boom in the in churches where um video and media was becoming more of a staple for the kind way of, they were yeah a platform yeah. The, the younger hip generation and right right so they so there was a lot of thought around like you know trying to engage um probably like millennials and that sort of thing and so um a lot of churches were actually um kind of almost acting like uh they had their own like marketing department in a way where they would like make videos and like graphic design and stuff like that and so i had um i i worked for uh about uh, i guess it was three different churches over the years probably over the past like decade um being like a video producer where we would be like hey this person has a really cool story of like their you know life change or you know something that's happened and so we would like we would document a lot of those stories you know come up with like creative ways to tell them you know um almost kind of in like little little like micro cinematic ways uh and so i i think that was where i really um i'll wrap this up you know this too andrea i could talk forever so i need to think about my answers well um, that is one of the reasons a i need people who know how to talk on these things this is my first <laughs> i'm doing a podcast series and I mean, yeah. For those yeah. that know, I mean, Thomas and I, anytime that we've, you know, here in the last couple of months when we've tried to attempt to work on a project together or brainstorming, we have to like hire a secretary, like to slap us on the hand of, hey, get back to what you're mm -hmm. talking about. But mm -hmm. that's what's so great is because he hears something and he can just expand his vision and articulate mm. what comes to mind. And when you say this, this is what I'm picturing if how to capture that on film. And that to me is just a true yeah. artist. And there's a purpose and mission behind it, not just to make it pretty mm. and to make it, you know, you know, seducing to look at in regards to just yeah. keeping someone's attention. Seducing, I like that. No, I know what yeah. you're saying. Um, but no, I mean, that's, I mean, that's why I love, um, so like, fa like fast forwarding to today, like, like if, if someone would ask me like, okay, there, and there are, there are a ton of people that, you know, would be kind of a quote unquote, you know, video maker, filmmaker, whatever you want to call it these days. Um, just like photographers, there's, you know, thousands of them. And it's like, you have to try to think like, like what makes me different? And I don't know if there's like that much that makes me different other than, um, I feel like I know more now why I want to do what I'm doing. And that is that I, I feel like people have stories, they have events, they have things that happen in their life that the greatest joy for me is helping them see uh, how amazing their story is by just me like helping to make a um, you know a short film that shows that but when you see people's I, I know I told you this before like when I see people's eyes light up like yeah okay well may, maybe I do have something to say you know I'm always like yeah you do first of all I wouldn't be here making this video unless there was something amazing going on you know secondly you know and so 
those are the kind of stories that I like to tell where there's, there's a lot of heart. There's a lot of, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not scripted. It's real life. It's real people that are, you know, that have had struggles or they're engaging in something new and exciting. Um, and if I can, you know, kind of help even with like businesses and stuff, like sometimes people will, um, you know, cause I, I do businesses and interviews and all sorts of things. And sometimes people will say something very kind of, kind of a stock answer, you know, and I'll say, that's great, but why do you love doing this? <laughs> and, and 100% of the time, those are always the answers that like afterwards you can like <sighs> hear them sigh and be like, yeah, I've never had anybody ask me that before, you know, and that's the stuff that, uh, you know, that's the stuff that I relate to. I think other people really respond to that too. So. Yes. Well, I know it was, <laughs> yes. I, I know when, when we did some work together, you had, um, and, and hopefully by the time this drops, it'll, it'll be live and showable. Um, what you helped. Oh yeah. It will probably. Yeah. I felt nervous and it was just like, wait, Andrea, I'm just sitting here with Thomas and once yeah you you no were, pressure well and for people that are looking for someone to capture their story their passion their event whatever it is that they're wanting to share thomas yeah. is so great at helping just be real take away that fear that anxiety of just hey we can edit out all of that i want you to be genuine mm -hmm. you have a way to capture people's passion, mm. their joy, but to also, you capture people's energy. I've seen your work Ooh, yeah. where you where you see someone's drive of what they're wanting to do and you know how to turn it into something visual. And whether mm -hmm. that be filming them directly or adding in little pieces of things um, mm -hmm. that they hadn't even talked about. But when they see the film, it's almost like you read my subconscious mind and you, you, you put my heart on that film. And that is why, mm -hmm. I mean, I knew you were going to make something of yourself. I mean, you would have made yourself of something, even if you weren't doing this, <laughs> but I knew you were going to do this. Yeah. I think at the heart of what, this whole, what matters most organization that Jim, the death duel and I have been slowly creating it's you're doing what we're creating this for is we want to find ways to help people lean into their passions because when you use your talents your passions you're you're more alive you're fulfilled and it's making positive impacts in the community directly and even work you're doing for people outside of the evansville indiana area those are such great ripples in the water. You know, Jim and I talk about, we are here, we're a riverbend city. And yes, it may be this river that's not so pretty to look at, but how do we keep being that ripple? And I've talked about that in some other interviews. And Thomas, your, your work is doing that because people see it and they breathe Aww. differently. I know every time you have posted something or shared, I breathe differently. And it's, you know, as someone who is very intrigued in breath work and helping people with mindfulness and relaxation breathing, your work helps people breathe better. That puts greater positive energy 
into them. Like you are doing biochemical changes in your artwork. And as a clinical social worker, it's kind of, it's such a great artistic outlet. And so I could go on and on about you, but I would love to hear. That's, that's I, man, I really appreciate all that. That, I, I, that really means a lot to me. I've never heard anybody say it like that. And it's, I don't know, that, that's really cool. It's cool that you say that, Andrea. Thank you very much. Well, you're, what you do is trying to capture people's passion on film. And so my job today is to capture your passion story on a podcast. We're on a first project together. Y'all can't see it, but we're dancing on the screen. And so- I know, I keep keep doing like weird things on the screen. I'm like, oh yeah, people can't see me. They can't see you. But Thomas, you and I, I don't think know how to talk without our hands. So it's okay. We- no, I am a big hand talker. Um, like, yeah, there's, yeah, it's just a thing. Well, yeah. So just imagine my hands like doing crazy stuff. And I'm, you know. I'm personally amazed that you can keep them still enough while you're filming. I, that actually crossed my mind whenever we were working together the other week. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of, I kind of get in like a flow where it's like, I like, you know, move around and I like to do a lot of handheld shots like real kind of mm-hmm. I don't know like organic if I guess you'd call it um but yeah well, it's, so maybe it helps I don't know and speaking of the organic and how you help people feel so comfortable and and sharing things mm-hmm. that might be really whether it be intimate or just such a big passion they don't know how to get it out there or share their story and I I'm on that page at times of how do I tell people this stuff that I want our community to be a place we can live well and die well. Like that, that's mm-hmm. kind of a hard message to share. Um, but I remember when we were sitting there, you know, you saying, you know, I don't want to get too scripted. Sometimes when I walk into a room, I see something, it just feels right. I'm just going to go with the energy. And that is what makes your work so authentic um, and raw and there's always this component of like, it's like you sprinkle things with love, but that's like the Thomas Bernardin film effect. Like it's just like sprinkled in love. And- You know, it, and I, I'm, I think this comes with being um, just with time, like whether, I think whether you're an artist or, uh, um, you know, or a therapist or a doctor or a plumber or whatever it is, like whatever your profession and your love is, it's like, you just, um, man, I just got to, I just got to a point where I was like, I, I ha- I just have to be a hundred percent me in my style. And I know that my style might not be for everybody and that's okay. But for those that are cool with it, it's like, you know, I'm just, I'm going to give you me because that's all I know how to do. (laughs) And so it's like, you know, people say, oh, your stuff looks this way. It's like, I've had people ask me, you know, like, oh, can you make it look like this? And I'm like, I can, but you know, I can't guarantee. And that's getting into more like stylistic type things, but it's like, I guess my point being, but you do have to kind of accept that though to be like, because I think when you first start out, no matter what your career is, I remember this feeling of being like, um, oh, 
I need to be able to do work that looks like this and I need to be able to do this. And, you know, oh, if someone wants me to do um, special effects, I better learn that. I better learn this and I better learn that. And then it's like you feel like spread really thin. And after a while, you're just, you know, I think just the evolution of time, you just hit that point. Where you're like, you know what? I'm just going to do the thing that I really love doing. And I think the people that need to see it will see it and say, hopefully, okay, we want that instead of mm-hmm. kind of a jack of all trades, if that makes sense. And that might be getting into something different. No, totally. I mean, even in some of my- it's a self-acceptance too. It's a like, yes. I may actually lose work because I'm saying I want it. I'm just, I'm going to be me and like live in this lane. But it's, it's more fulfilling because I know when someone wants me to do a project, they see it and they're like, we like, we want you to do your thing, you know? Yes. So I don't even remember what the question was. I don't know if that's I what you asked. I don't either. Probably, that's okay. That's, probably. That's okay. We probably need our secretary to get us back. back I know. Track. Hold on. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll play the logistics role. Okay. So at one point we're talking, okay. you were doing some work with churches and that really helped you realize I love capturing people's passions, their stories. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that's when you started really honing in on your own style and that this is your approach. It's not trying to conform to all these other people because then you were fighting, going against the grain of what felt like Thomas. And, and, and so fill fill the listeners in of how you went from that to branching off on your own? Yeah, well, um, I mean, some of it, um, so I'm gonna go into some things here that I, I probably haven't said out loud or publicly, which I'm okay with, um, if people are okay with hearing. Um, is that okay? I don't know. Hey, okay. we can always edit it. I'm, I'm, making, I'm making this weird. No, you don't have to edit it, you don't have to edit it. Um, well, so, the, you know, I don't, I try to live my life with um, even things that have not, you know, that have gone my way or not gone my way. Like I try to think, you know, this, there was, I'm a big believer in like, even if something is like a short lived season of something, I think that all things happen for a purpose, for a reason, even if it's just to sharpen me um, even just a little bit to kind of launch me into it, um, another season of life or another arena or something. Mm-hmm. My hands are going crazy right now. If you could see this, I'm like building arenas with my hands. And stuff. Building dreams with your hands. Okay. Yes. I don't want to distract you too much, but so I have this running thing where I'm going to somehow, one day I'm going to publish a book and I'm going to keep putting quotes in from people, but Building yeah. dreams with my hands and continue. I, I got you all. That's yeah. Forward by Thomas Bernard. <laughs> Andrea's building dreams with her hands. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Where was I at? Okay. Yeah. I have ADD too. So I'm sure as a therapist, you're like, oh, yes, Thomas, I can. I can hey, see that. you know what? My therapist hat is off. All right. This is okay, I'm cool. focusing on this what matters most thing. And sometimes what matters most is you just process, you get stuff out, and yeah. going back yeah. to your passions and, and fueling uh, 
feeling that. Yeah. You know, I like to make people laugh too. I mean, that's, that's a whole other thing where it's like, uh, I think humor has always been a part of who I am on that too. But, um, but working for the churches though, I'll, I'll try to answer this question for you. Working for the churches, um, it was, it was some great years and, um, it was really cool because a lot of, I got a lot of creative, uh, leash I guess you could say to to try a lot of things I had people that uh that trusted me and you know they would say hey you know we want to do a story or a project on this um however you think it needs to come together that's up to you and like and people don't get that kind of creative freedom a lot like in places that they work for so yeah. yeah so it was you know so I had a lot of like formative years to kind of develop some of those uh styles and 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 things like that um and uh but you know always in the back of my mind too I was always doing um I was always doing like uh you know what you would call like freelance work on the side for for friends for companies for things where it was like you know people people would always be asking me hey could you do a little video for this or that um and so that was always kind of part of my you know i felt like i was working during the day and then i would be like going home and like working on extra projects and stuff like that um and so um you know and i, I do want to talk i do you know some of the grief side of things as well um the shortest version of some of the things that have transpired to me you know and, and I, I still do want to try to be kind about some of this too but i think it is time to talk about it um uh i i am currently going through a divorce right now and uh you know which is it's it's a hard thing to talk about it's a hard thing for people to to um you know, you say that and sometimes the, you know, the tone in the room changes or things are different. Um, and really, you know, there were a lot of things um, at the, the current, the last church job that I had that, um, uh, that, that clouded a lot of things, you know, I mean, there was a lot of, um, there were just a lot of hard conversations, a lot of, um, um, a lot of, uh, I believe, just trying to fix certain situations that that just, you know, that maybe just couldn't be fixed, or it, it was trying to be fixed by people that uh, wanted certain things. And I know I'm being a little vague, but wanted certain things to be a certain way so bad that uh, um, that some ultimatums were put in place and some things, and uh, um, it eventually ended up with with me. Um, uh, not working there anymore, um, not by my choosing. And, um, and I don't, uh, you know, um, <laughs> there's still some resentment that I have uh, working through that, you know, and, and there were some mistakes that I made along the way too, but um, absolutely, I want to own that. But, um, and, you know, I can very much relate. Those... Thomas, I was going to say, I can, I can relate to that. And I've heard a lot of stories, especially this last year during 2020, but I also know before that happened, you were already having thoughts and visions about 
who you are and what you are wanting to oh, do? Absolutely. Um, and in fact, I think, you know, um, I think God was stirring something in me to, um, to be prepared to move on because um, current right before that occurred, um, I had actually uh, drafted my two week notice and, and was actually, you know, strongly thinking about like, okay, I think this is the time. Cause I've been thinking for years and years and years of, of, uh, you know, what would it look like if I went out on my own? What would it, cause I had a lot of friends that, that took that jump and were like, okay, now's the time. And, uh, so even though mine kind of started out of um, some necessity, it also turned into, um, I saw all of these like fearful barriers that were in my head of like, okay, yeah, but what about this? What about this? What about this? Um, those, those walls just started coming down. And like, it almost felt like I like, I almost felt like unworthy in a way because I felt like, God was like giving me like, I'd be like, Oh, I'm so worried about this. And then it was almost like, he'd be like, don't worry about that. I got you. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. And it was like, yes. like people were actually hiring me for jobs. And I was like, Whoa, okay. Maybe I can do this. Like maybe this is going to work. Um, and then COVID happens <laughs> and the whole freaking world just <laughs> for like three months. <laughs> And so I'm like, yeah, I'll do wedding videos again and I'll do whatever you have for me. And nothing against wedding videos, people out there. But, um, <laughs> you know, so it's been a journey, but I've had people in my life ask me, they're like, but are, how do you feel now? Are you like, what is your state of mind now? And I'm like, you know, I, am, I feel like I'm the happiest that I've ever been in terms of job and in terms of um i love being able to just like uh chase those you know those passion projects or you know just to say or just to say you know what today i'm 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 not uh i'm not gonna go down to my office and work i'm just gonna take my camera out and go film some rocks or some trees or something and you know and i can do that you know um yeah so but anyway, so that kind of brings me current. So that was October of last year. So, um, you know, and there's, there's still a lot of, uh, a lot of grief and thoughts that I'm working through with a lot of that. And, uh, so yeah, I don't know if that's where you're wanting to, wanting to go. Yeah. Or no, that was went there. And, and I, I'm going to figure out a way to, to drop your information in the notes, but for those that, you know, if Thomas hasn't pulled at your heartstring or given you an aha moment or, or you haven't thought of someone that he might be able to do some work for, A, call me because we'll find a way to make those thoughts change. But um, <laughs> Thomas, for those that are interested in learning more about you, what's, what's a good way to find you? Yeah, um, so probably the best way, I mean, I'm on, well, I'm on, inst probably a lot of people are on Instagram. Um, my handle is Thomas. T-H-O-M-A-S Bernardin, B-E-R-N-A-R-D-I-N at, at Instagram. I don't know. That's just my Instagram. Um, Thomas, I'm the, yep. I feel like I'm one of the few 35-year-olds that I know that don't have Instagram. So I can't oh, what I need yeah. to put on or my, 
my I mean my website too like I, where, I don't know where everybody so my website is thomasbernardenfilm.com okay so that that might be and then that's on your website does that have links to your Instagram yeah Instagram? yeah you can go to go to other things um, thomasbernardenfilm.com yep okay and that'll you can contact me you can see my work you can go to other you know social media platforms and that sort of thing so I should have just said that you can you can do with that section whatever you want <laughs> no I think hey we're here to get the the real Thomas um, yeah and the that's kid, the, the kids are on Instagram so oh. <laughs> or TikTok which I don't know if you know anything about TikTok but I feel like an ancient dinosaur being on there so I it's it's for the kids. So. so I need to learn about this because I, I've never <laughs> done it. I've never even seen it, but I've had some people say, Andrew, you should do some stuff on there. I'm like, I don't, I thought people just like did dancing on there. I don't know. I, I, I'm so it, out of the loop, but I will tell you can, what. I, I feel, so I'm going to be 36 in a couple of weeks and I might as well be like 76 on some of that stuff. Cause I'm like, I feel like, I feel young, I feel good, but then some things like that, and I'm like, I notice myself calling, like, 20-year-olds kids, and I'm like, to me, they do feel like kids. <laughs> um, oh, well, it's, there's, anyway. there's a lot to keep up with these days, and, you know, regardless of yeah. how people find out their information um, through whatever platform, I think once they somehow do connect with Thomas, whether that be on his website, thomasbernardenfilm.com, or just picking up the phone and talking to you, they're they're gonna get the real you. And I am so thankful uh, that through, so, yeah. through your challenges and own personal grief journeys that you have gone back to leaning into who you are and the passion and talents that are inside of you because not only is it serving you to be the best you, but it's serving our community and people around us. Mm. So well, I, I just thank you for taking this time and joining us today, you know, for yeah. first, what, what do they say? First time listeners, long time callers. No, first time callers, long time listeners. I'll have to edit that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Whatever this is, you know, as Brene Brown says, there's a, this is the first time for everything. And this that's, is my first time doing a podcast series and I want to capture your longtime expertise in this field. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's, you're welcome. Actually, I, we hope to eventually take it to a platform where there's some type of video activity. So maybe I'll have to hire you to get, to do that too. So. So you can see all my hand movements and my, I'm doing a cool wave thing right now. You can't see it. Yeah. Um, no, well, well th thank you, Andrea. thanks for what you're, what you're doing and capturing and uh i think you're gonna do do great so great thank you thomas and um thanks for everybody listening and feel free to reach out to again thomas bernardinfilm.com or at what matters most evansville facebook page Before we get to the interview, I just want to interject and say that, ironically, this was recorded late summer of 2020, and we are finally able to drop today's episode. But since then, he has actually created a documentary film to help fund Evansville Sunset Skate Park. So it was the perfect timing to include this information and at the end, a little clip from it. 
And right now, every dollar counts, especially because right now they got a match grant and every dollar is matched. If you want to get the real story on how skating helps strengthen people's character, drive, and ability to face challenges and grief in their lives and how to support the skating community in Evansville, then you must watch his recent film seen in the show notes as well as donate to their GoFundMe account. You know, I was doing skate edits and skate videos and that worked its way into, um, you know, other people asking me, you know, well, I saw your skate thing. Could you do this? Could you do this? And so it just grew into... Um, maybe I could do this as a career, you know, and, uh, it's been a long time coming, but it's, uh, it's always been from skating. Just the environment of having something to do if I was frustrated at home or was going through a hard time, it was a good creative outlet. It was something that was good to just go out and, uh, uh, be able to create, be able to uh, just be with my friends. I traveled a lot, like I was always going to different skate parks around Indiana. Jim and I definitely want to give a shout out to Speak and Tell Studios located downtown Evansville. We cannot wait to start dropping episodes that we just started recording in their studio because they are dedicated to helping every individual record their unique voice. It doesn't matter if you are a beginner like us or professionals. They have the equipment services that you need. If you have an idea for a podcast, don't know where to begin, they can help you. They have studio rooms dedicated to podcast recordings, YouTube recordings, tutorial videos, making commercials, audiobook narration, and so much more. They have professionally trained staff to help you from the beginning to end of your project. So check them out at speakandtellstudio.com.